This week on Androids and Aliens. You guys, for the first time, are in straight-up open space. Zero gravity. Two tow cables going all the way down to this drift rock. Zero gravity and zero room for error. Mac, have you ever walked in space before? I have not. Are you afraid? I am, Dex. For better or worse. I mean, it's bad enough that Kreska's down for the count with this awful disease. Now we're going to throw you into a vacuum? <laughs> I, I know. I mean, the nice thing is I have this whole episode while everyone else is doing stuff to roll up a new character. <laughs> the crew must walk through space. Come Kumquat, I read your mind earlier. You wanted to fix the fusion core with bubble gum and masking tape. I fixed more with less. <laughs> Can the team survive the cruel black void? You just... Boom, hit the rock and start to spin off a little bit. Almost come over the lip and you know one slight step and you will just float off into space. The adventure continues. As I rethink, I will say I fear death. Good. Then we have something in common. Now. I've had the pleasure of talking to numerous GMs and adventuring parties, both through conventions and meetups, that have already finished book one of Dead Sons. So it is possible. It is possible, number one. Number two, almost exclusively, there has been death in all of their uh, games in book one. No. Pretty high death count. Um, I think for the most part, you guys have handled the combats pretty well. I mean, obviously, the extreme is the Ferrani Nadaz Roliko Hatchbuster fight where you just mopped <laughs> up in like two rounds. That's the extreme. I think the Akadas, definitely, certainly the first time you fought them, gave you some trouble. And then this void death is the real problem. Now, seeing where Kreska's at, it's like, oh, yeah. Of course people are going to die. And if it's not Kreska that dies, it's the lack of having Kreska when she fails that fortitude save and is out of a combat. Oh, yeah. I'm she's not going to be one. playing much this episode. <laughs> yeah. You were dealing so much damage in those earlier fights with the Dashko just like waiting in. And, and you cannot do that. And anymore. mind thrust. Yeah. Everything I do is going to require mind thrust. Save. Yeah. Mind thrust. 2d10 damage. Yeah. Gone from our arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Gone. The, the healer. You're fucking. I have to roll fortitude save to heal you. You're alligator <laughs> luggage right now. Exactly. No, but she, she might Aww. be a good uh, body shield. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I can't move very fast. <laughs> I'm, very, um, I'm very, very sick. This is, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. You guys, for the first time, are in straight up open space. Zero gravity. Zero G to the cool kids. I mean, it's bad enough. That Kreska's down for the count with this awful disease. Now we're going to throw you into a vacuum? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it's probably for the best, really, because when I become a space zombie, you want to be able to just go just away. Detach yeah. Just and detach you. Gentle push. <laughs> gentle push in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about with these airlocks, Troy? Is it kind of like the exit door in an airplane, but there's another little room inside, and then it's just like... Space, just like that. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> cool. you go. Yeah, you're just—it's just open space. 
two tow cables going all the way down to this asteroid, this drift rock. We should talk about Zero-G because this mechanic in and of itself is unlike nothing that we've dealt with in Pathfinder. This isn't underwater combat. This isn't flying rules. This is its own thing. I remember reading this when I read the Coral Rule book and being like, oh, glad I won't have to worry about that for a while. <laughs> and now it's here. Wrong. Wrong. Um, basically, you cannot take move actions in Zero-G to move your speed, crawl, or take a guarded step. Can't do it. Now, if you're adjacent to or in the same square as an object, a wall, floor, ceiling, or another creature, one category smaller than itself than you are, you can take a move action to push off of that object. So or creature. The smaller creature can push off the right. larger one. And I'm glad I'll have some fun. <laughs> you have yeah, some utility now. Yeah. And then when you do that, you move half your land speed, period, end of story, you move half in a direction of your choosing as appropriate. Um, and if you're pushing off someone who happens to be floating as well or a thing, it starts moving in the opposite direction. <laughs> so if your movement speed is 30, you move 15 feet every single round until you either hit something else or hit someone else. Would you like to know how fast I will be moving through space? <laughs> how fast? Seven feet around. <laughs> Which rounds down to five feet per round. Yeah. Yep. Um, so now, <laughs> here's the thing. When you hit something or someone, and you will, you then need to make an acrobatics or athletics check. DC 20. Jesus Christ, oh, man. If you fail that, you're off kilter. And off kilter is basically flat-footed with a side of garbage. <laughs> um, and if you hit uh, another person, you both have to roll that check to see. Now, I think all of your suits are equipped with, um, whatchamacallits? Clamps. Clamps. Boot clamps. Which will give you a plus four to your check on hard surfaces. You can't use the clamps against one of your allies or enemies <laughs> to try and give you a plus four to that check. But DC 20 is no joke. Who's got, who's got a, uh, an acrobatics of like one or two? Negative three. Negative three. Oh, man. It's because I'm I'm very, very sick. I'm I'm very sick. (laughs) I I don't have a... I only have a plus zero on my acrobatics, so I will have to roll a d20 or d16. Well, if you have those clamps, you get a plus four to your check uh, if you're going up against a surface. Right. But I don't... Uh, Yeah, okay. So you're good to know. I won't touch anyone. Don't do anything. (laughs) I was going to throttle you and throw you around, Mac is thinking, but now I'll just refrain. <laughs> now, if you're off kilter, if that happens, and it will happen, you can use a move action to steady yourself. Um, that removes the off kilter uh, condition. Now, when you push off into a dead space... You push off. <laughs> you just keep moving... Push off. Half your half your land speed per round. That doesn't count as continual move actions. The first push does, and then every round you just keep moving, and you're allowed to do whatever else you can do uh, in those situations. Now, if you are given handholds, a rock wall, or you know a something, a cable, for example, uh, or if you just succeeded a DC twenty acrobatics or athletics check, you can move at full speed as a move action. Make sense? I thought you said you couldn't move in space. No, you can't do guarded steps. Can't move your speed. 
right without pushing off of something. That's what you need to do in order to do that. So if you push off of something and pass an, a, a check, you can move full speed? You can't take move actions to move your speed, crawl, or take a guarded step. Yeah, no, that's only if you're, like, moving in space. But if you have something you're holding on to, right. then you can or, move your full speed as long as you have your, a hold. Right, there's two There's two acrobatics and athletic checks. One is to avoid off-kilter should you collide with something, and the other is to move your full oh, speed. Oh, no, I fucked this up. Right. It's only if you have a climb speed, which none of you have. Right. All right, so. No, no. No, that's no. along the wall. No, no, no. With, no, with sufficient handholds, you can move with full speed. Any creature with a DC-20 acrobatics or athletics can also do that. So that's going to be what we're... If you have a climb answer. speed it's or automatic. Yeah. If you don't have a climb speed, DC-20. Right. So if you're provided with sufficient handholds, if you have a climb speed, which I don't think any of you currently do, no. uh, you can move along the wall at full speed. Or anyone who succeeds at a DC-20 acrobatics or athletics check. How about we say I have a climb speed? <laughs> just no. to test the rules out, just no. to, just so so everyone can learn. So for Cre- <laughs> so for Kreska, who is uh, decidedly not very acrobatic or athletic right now, mm-hmm. even though there's the cable, so basically she can use the cable to move at half her speed. Right. That's yeah. It's gonna. You might as well just cut her loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's and what I said before we even left. <laughs> and heartless, blue-blooded <laughs> android. <laughs> and the other two of us that have still have void death, we're we're. We're exhausted. We're fatigued and sickened again, right? Because you can't. Oh, you can't right. The, uh, no. Well, here's I the thing. I forgot about. That. I think if you make your save, you go up a level. I think that's how. Like, if you make your, right? if you, with every successive save, you go up a level. That's what it says in the book. Yeah, but a successful save is two on this one. Cure is two consecutive. Two. So when they make, when you make that's, two that's consecutive cure, saves, right? Kreska, you're just going to go back up to the to fatigued and to sickened. fatigued and sickened. You don't cure the disease oh, fully. Oh, each time she cures. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. It's bad news bears. So wait, your remove thing that you did to them, that only lasts for one day? Oh, it wasn't even a day. Well, it was but they, don't, they the... didn't become fatigued again. No, no, we're, we're sickened. Yes. You're just sickened. Skid, you're sickened. right. No, we're fatigued and sickened. Yeah. They're fatigued. Are you well, sure? Yeah, because you can't cast the spell anymore. You cast a spell that allowed us to not be sickened. Yes, and that removed the condition, and you both one made, of the conditions. It would be the only one it could. But oh, then you, oh, I thought it was a temporary stabilizer. Yeah, I thought so too. Okay, so no, you oh no, no, you're the right. Condition. Matthew's okay. Right. Matthew's okay, right. so you're just so unless uh, if, if you failed the save, if we failed a save, we reinfect we worse. Right, we get right, worse. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. All right, oh, that's cool. I'll t- I'll, I'll take it. So, so when just, one of you fails the save tomorrow, you'll go back to. The, oh, I don't want to fail. Yeah, so you'll get all of that, and then be where Kreska is. So they if they make the save. They're fine because this particular disease does not have a latency period. And if they fail the save tomorrow, even though they've made one save, they automatically go down. Go down. Time. Even Freud how said does there it, was a latency period. How does anyone survive <laughs> this this game? I, I, I honestly <laughs> am shocked and appalled that this disease is in this game at this stage. <laughs> well, Grant, I just can't figure it out mechanically. Grant was saying that before that what it's... What is it's, a DC-10? It's, it's cool that disease is more terrifying yeah. in this than it was like in Pathfinder. Absolutely. I mean, think about being the first man on Mars or another planet and like digging into the ground for the first time and just a terrible microbe humanity has never seen in the world in existence comes out at you. And that's probably what came out of these blue devils. Awful. Imagine, yeah, how awful it would be for you. There's no cure and you just slowly get worse and worse. But it's such a linchpin of of sci-fi horror is yeah. the, the disease. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. So it makes sense that it would be this, that much more like dangerous. No yeah. modern technology exists to save you from void death. I mean, a medical bay would have helped. 
Medical Bay would have helped. But we got the same bonus, basically, from the med patches. Oh, so. we didn't. But, but, which, are, which are now gone. The way you're healing right now is essentially how people with Ebola and the bubonic plague heal, which is hope they don't die. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You just have to, like, ride it out and and, and hope that Looking it doesn't take you. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing is I have this whole episode while everyone else is doing stuff to roll up a new character. Right, well, all, <laughs> who just magically appears in the vacuum of space. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> I just think, waving. I think you I should take. I'm number. on channel four. <laughs> <laughs> you should just take over Kumquat, Matthew. Yeah, you can oh, be yeah. Kumquat. You can be Kumquat. Oh. Whoever dies gets to be Kumquat. All, all, all seven hit points he has. <laughs> but then you got to convince them to give him this weapons pass. Right, we- weaponless Kumquat. Speaking of Kumquat, uh, is he going to be re- remain tied up? Yep. While he climbs across the top. I think we better let him climb in space. Yeah. Mayshun is in charge of him. So she decides. Well, he's got a jetpack. Won't he just fly away? He just shows you his wrist. He just like... take away his jetpack? We're going to take away his propulsion unit. Yeah. Okay. So he has to be in the same boat we are. And Dax puts it on, just in case. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I don't think it's calibrated for your size. <laughs> it's very small and unstable. Is there anything, is there a cable or anything we can tie ourselves to, like a rope? To well, each there's, other. The, there's the cable, there's the tow cable leading to the rock itself. So right. we can just like kind of pull ourselves along it, but... I, I think that's. I think. Well, tying, there has to be some way to like. There has to be something on your belt you could click on. I mean, right. there has to yeah. be some click carabiner or something. Yeah, there has to be. There's no way you would just go in open space just holding something. Don't forget, right now your feet are firmly planted on the ground because of your uh, armor. The minute you go outside and grab that cable, your body's going to start floating up in the air. Your legs will be just up, and you'll be holding on. What's to the up? That's not true. Well, sure. that's um, not true at all. Everything just stays where it was. It's very, there is no up there or is down. No up. It's space. Right, but in terms of being cool, you're floating. <laughs> <laughs> you're floating there. There's nothing you can walk on. You're, the things that are making you hold fast. Yeah, your legs the, are just hanging there. Yeah, it's just there's dangly no, there's legs. There's no gravity. Nothing below you, nothing above. Well, you can't really dangle when there's no gravity. You're just kind of like, you're just kind of nothing. Well, the problem, the problem, of course, is that if we get a little push to one, like if we lose our grip and we get one push then it's like we're screwed we're, dead. we're screwed yeah. because then you yeah yeah so is there um can't swim. i mean is there a way to <laughs> clip that back. we can clip on to the tow cable there has sure. to be a carabiner sure. on that ship yeah, yeah. so just as an extra safety measure if you get knocked off you know you want to make sure that you don't go anywhere i would be that would be what the- could happen <laughs> on this little uh, walk along the tow cable <laughs> oh my god i'm sure you'll be fine no, oh, okay. Boy. An order. I'm ordering everyone to hook in the <laughs> caravan. All right. Yep. So we aye, thanks, aye. mom. Aye, aye. So we hook in. Mission. <laughs> um, and Kumquat is still gagged, uh, but you untie him in his spacesuit. In his spacesuit, <laughs> right underneath his helmet, he's still gagged. I, I guess we can only just shut up, uh, shut off his like communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just see him like, like his mouth is like flapping up and down and after that. Yeah. We hear nothing. And he's the one who sees the enemy coming. He's like, they're right there. We're just like, can't hear you, Kumquat. Is, is Kumquat wearing the traditional fishbowl helmet? Oh, yeah. Of thing you can even see it on oh, the Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Look at him. He looks like he's straight out of a 1950s sci-fi comic book. It's <laughs> perfect. Mars he attacks. loves it. Uh, the difference is he uh, is not armed. But he's going to be going, I'm going to be watching him from behind, and he'll be going in front. And I think we should leave his comms open. I defer to the captain. uh, Still gagged? No. Because he should be able to talk if something crazy happens. Yeah. Mac, you open the door. Who steps out first? I will go first. I think it's important that the captain regains respect. 
information. Mac Dax respects that greatly. Yeah, and and then she's gonna not enough. She's to gonna let go hook, first. hook herself onto the cable, and be very ready with her gun or rifle. Is that possible? Is that no. makes the, no two handed weapon? Two handed weapon? No. Okay, never mind then. Dax, you go. First. <laughs> you don't need weapons. <laughs> It's all right. space. <laughs> um, all right, Dax will come out behind uh, the captain holding uh, the rope with both hands. Clipped on to the tow cable and pulling along with both hands. <gasps> Who next? Creepy music. Chris is probably going to go at the back because she moves Yeah, very, I'm very actually, Friss is actually going to latch himself to the cable and to Kreska. <laughs> And let, latch wow. Kreska to the cable as well. And go next. Yeah. And then oh, we're going next? So that means anybody behind us is moving it. My yeah, speed. Well, that, that was my plan. I don't know if it's going to do it. No, oh, okay. I, I'd like to go in front of uh, Kreska if that's yeah, all right. that's fine. Yeah. Sure. And does uh, Kumquat go with you? I say, Kumquat, my dear, it's time to take a little walk through space. Oh, you did ungag him, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, maybe you give me my weapon back so I can be more helpful in case something attacks. My dear, we'll see what happens once we get to the Drift Rock. But if we're attacked while we're on this tow line, all of us are dead. This is true. <laughs> Maybe I fix your weapon real quickly. <laughs> he goes no, to try and grab no, your weapon. No, 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 Kamquad, no. <laughs> okay. I have this book. Turn off his communicator. <laughs> <laughs> I have this book about personal space I'd like to read to you later, since I believe you're illiterate. That is fair. <laughs> and then Friss and Kreska. Who is, like, barely... Standing up at, at the at the at the airlock and then slowly, ammo and you I'm all. Just pu- I'm pulling her in. along. You all hook in and start making your way. As we're inching along, Dax is like, <sighs> uh, <laughs> "The sirenscape is doing it for me. It's awesome." He's like, "Mac, mm-hmm. have you ever walked in space before?" I have not actually, but I. I had a 50-year-old crisis that I figured it's time to challenge myself and challenge my fears. And so that's why I, I need to do this, Dax. I need to do this. A lot of people take a pottery class or something. Shut up, Dr. Frizz. <laughs> She's like 30 feet in front of you. <laughs> Are you afraid? I am, Dax. I am. What are you afraid of? That I'm going to die. That I'm going to drift off into space and no one will ever find me. Do you know how long it takes for a human to die? Three days. Can you imagine? Three days of just waiting for someone to find me. Oh, we shouldn't talk about this right now. When this is actually, might actually happen. I don't understand. I think this is the perfect time to talk about it. <laughs> Dax. Dax. Captain, if you're worried, you can pop this seal on your helmets and your blood will boil. You'll be dead in seconds. Thank you. The doctor. <laughs> Thank Any you, doctor. That's the doctor. <laughs> what a doctor we have on this on this. Hell journey. of a bedside man. <laughs> Show cable side man. I'll just try to help, you know. Can we change the subject? Yeah, positive <laughs> thinking. You're right. Positive, you, positive thinking. In my, oh, sorry. In my experience, humans that fear death fear it for they have not completed what they wanted in life hmm. is there something you wish could be done Mac is thinking for a second yes 
There are many things that I need to solve, Dax. But I wish not to talk about it right now. Understood, Captain. I wish my friends were still alive. (laughs) That is my wish. Uh, You know, like when you're in a chat room and somebody's trolling, like, can Dax just mute just that channel? (laughs) So only Dax doesn't hear. Sure, I would assume most of you mute that channel. You just revealed your age so hard. (laughs) You know when you're in a chat room? An AOL chat room? I was thinking more like uh, a bulletin board, a BBS. Lexus Nexus. (laughs) You're doing a Lexus Nexus. Dex. <laughs> Dex. Comp you, sir. <laughs> you log into the old hotbot. Dex. <laughs> yes. Do, do you fear death? I do not. Hmm. I'm trying to understand what it is exactly that drives people to want more. I think it may have something to do with memory. Hmm but I'm trying to grasp the knowledge of that now. You don't have memories? I don't. At least, I didn't before. I have started to recently, I... I think. How clear are your memories? Do you know every detail? No. No, no. No, it's fragments. Fragments, yes. That is what I see. But it's the first time for that. All the data that I had previously was clear, crystal. But there is one now. It is not so clear. I feel it may be what you call a memory. Hmm. But whether it is real or imagined, I cannot know. That is why I am here. I want to discover what Astral Extractions was doing here and what they want with this rock. Perhaps it can give me some answers and piece some of these fragments together. Very interesting. I do not know how androids are built, but I would assume that no, your data should your data should be clear or, or it has been corrupted somehow. It's just that. It seems corrupted. But I had never experienced corrupted data before. Is there a virus? I do not know. Diagnostics do not show a virus. Though those that ran the tests on me said that there was something wrong with me. What it was they would not say. They left the room, talked amongst themselves. Doctors, like Friss, do not know what they found, but they did not like it. This concerns Mac a lot, actually, because she's now worried that they have a team member who might be, who might be like a sleeping sleeping agent. <laughs> a sleeper cell. Mm. Um, He's been compromised. Ian yeah. Holm, an alien. Yes. Spoiler. Oh, spo- <laughs> Spoiler. You spoiled the 1979 <laughs> yeah, action film. Yeah. Alien. <laughs> Or did he just spoil this podcast? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Every time. Um, Every time I open my mouth. <laughs> As I rethink, Mac, perhaps I do fear death. For I very much wish to know what happened. What the fragments of these memories are. And I do not wish to go before that happens. 
So yes, I will say I fear death. Good. Then we have something in common. Yes. By now you've reached the asteroid. The death point. You were finishing up that conversation as Kreska took an hour and a half to get catch up with you guys. Yeah, we were just mo- we were moving <laughs> slow. Right, we're not going to leave Kreska and uh, Frisk behind. Inertia is a hell of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you see that the the tow cables um, they've like hammered hooks into the surface of the rock itself uh, in order to attach these cables. It's done well. They're miners. You know, they knew what they were doing. Um, Dax, this doesn't seem too uh, out of the ordinary. This is how you would normally do it. Not that you've seen something of this magnitude being De- No, I definitely, I definitely have. Well, maybe not of this magnitude, yeah. but I've definitely seen, uh, like, asteroids being towed. Mm-hmm. But pro- maybe smaller ones. You know, you get up close to it, and it's just, as you get closer, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I said last week that it's about... A few thousand. I think I said a thousand feet in diameter. It's actually a few thousand feet in diameter. So it's big. By the time you get close to it, you can't even quite see. That's no moon. (laughs) The other (laughs) sides of it. Um, But now that you're up close, all you see is a pretty unremarkable, irregular surface. Can I roll? It's like a moon rock, like a large moon rock. Yeah. Smooth. It's different. Can I roll a survival check to see if there are any footprints? Sure. I can do this. Twelve. First roll for it. Uh, <laughs> can I roll a survival check? Fail. Yeah. Can, can I look at things? Um, you fail. said fail. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, AKA. I got a, you don't see any any footprints. No. I got a nineteen. Nineteen survival. Nothing. Featureless. Relatively featureless. Roll a physical science check. I have that. Me too. Ah, yes. Twenty-four. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. Mishan? Mishan got a 17. Okay. So all of you, uh, obviously particularly Friss and Mac, remembering you've seen asteroids. Maybe, you know, you've been to rooms that were holding chunks that were taken in. You've examined asteroids before, so as you're recalling knowledge of what these look like, you notice that this thing in front of you has one particularly unusual feature off to your right-ish, it seems like one side of the drift rock has been sheared cleanly off. Oh. Almost as if it was once part of like a larger planetoid or a celestial body. It's like a clean shear. Can I do a check? Like a, Can I do a profession minor check to see if this is indicative that like... That the Hard Scrabble Collective cut this piece off of a larger rock with yeah, a tool that does that kind of thing. Yeah, roll that. Uh, 21. You're positive that's not the case. Really? Yeah. You don't think there would be a tool that size? You've never seen anything that could do this type of work. Something bigger than what we would have experience yeah, with. Mind yeah, manage it's, this. it's clean. Super, super clean. Obviously, you've got a weird perspective on it from where you guys are still holding on to that cable. So um, right now we're stopped... Just holding onto the cable where it meets the rock, right? Right. Okay. Now, also, unlike on most asteroids, you also don't see any impact craters marring yeah, that's the surface asking, right. of the drift rock as if it's somehow been protected from the ravages of space for millions of years. Wow. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Weird. 
completely sheared off on one side, like it used to belong to something else. Yeah. No impact crater. So does it look like half a grapefruit? Like it was cut? Or um, is there just part it's, of it? It's more, more than half of it exists and okay. then a, a chunk of it. Okay. It's right. just. I wonder if it's not even a rock. I Yeah, I know. You I'm know? wondering. Like, I wonder if it's constructed. Let's get closer and find out. Let's. Mm. Mac's going to move oh. up. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not vomit in your suit. <laughs> okay. She's one failed fortitude save away from vomiting in her suit. That's how Mama Cast died. <laughs> vomiting, vomiting in, in space her space suit. suit. Yes, be careful. A chicken bone came up. <laughs> <laughs> How is everyone doing? How is everyone doing? Not good. I am fully operational. (laughs) Perfect. Let's board this rock. Now, how does this... I'm hungry. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I could use a bite to eat. How does this work now? Well, what do you want to do? Can we step off on the rock? There's no handholds on the rock. Uh, No, but the surface is irregular enough that you could start making your way along. It obviously doesn't have the comfort of oh, being no. attached to a rope. Oh, no, that's... There's on. no way. There's, there's no, no way. way. <laughs> is there, like... Is there an opening in it? Or is it see, I'm, I'm picturing that there's got to be a way inside of it. Hmm. So I'm looking for something like that. Roll a perception check. All right. And Frisk says this. He's like, that's... He says that out loud. Uh, 25. 21. 22. 19. 2. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing. Good comic timing. Uh, everyone except Dax. We're looking around, figuring out how the hell, what are we going to do here? We're just going to walk around this rock looking for these, this missing crew? Have a picnic. <laughs> you see above you, which obviously doesn't matter, uh, just speaking in terms of where you orient yourself at the moment, uh, what looks like a rocky overhang. Hmm. But it's upside down to you. It's like an underhang, an underhang, <laughs> <laughs> an underbite. Um, so if we pushed off, could we f- like go up to the overhang and crash into it? Yeah, as long as nothing bad happens while you do that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Can we? So this is might be a little crazy, but. Do we have a rope or something, and we can kick the space goblin up there and ask him what he sees? I think we could just send Kumquat first and see what happens to him. Oh, this is so evil. Grant is the... I'm not going to reveal details here, but Grant is the uh, the master of the NPC sacrificial lamb. <laughs> <laughs> For purposes of investigation, yeah. Well, there could be food around the corner, and he is hungry, isn't he? Oh my God, so, so let me get this straight. You're going to push Kumquat towards the underhang? <laughs> no. No, only if we had a rope so we can rope him back. So you want I mean, to fish with him? Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, that's humane. Well, Friss, <laughs> Friss and I are, can, are tethered together. As long as I don't have to go anywhere, I can be an anchor. I don't have it's rope true. on my uh, adventuring gear tab in Hero Lab, so I will not lie and say that I have 50 foot of silk rope, <laughs> like I, I do, normally do. I do, I do actually like have. I normally do. 50 feet of rope in my in my cheek pouch. How far away is this? <laughs> Over cheek more than 50 feet? Uh, no, it's it's just about 40, 40 to 50 feet. 52 feet. About 52 feet away. I, if you tie me off, I will happily go. Well, I'm already... I, I'm thinking that I'm using my rope to tether uh, Kreska and I together. Oh, right, right, right. So um, 
I, it's like... Give you a boost. It's like, uh, okay. I'm not happy about this, but I will do it. I'll wait here. Okay. Don't, don't, don't leave. Don't let go. <laughs> and uh, sorry, go pull into position and like, boom, like launch himself up, like into the center. Launch area. yourself up. So Dax is going to, <laughs> Dax is going <laughs> to, Dax is going to wedge his feet under the tow cable, mm-hmm. like where it meets the rock and pull out a laser and cover him. Okay. So That's just fine. kind of like hold it up, watch him up into space. You start, you just, start floating off. <laughs> Kreska is just going to look very queasy and hold the rope. <laughs> very Don't let go! Lazily hold the rope. So Dr. Friss, this little Yasoki, starts floating towards this overhang. The rope extending. It's starting to run out. Kreska, you feel less and less rope, and you can barely hold on to it. You're so weak. And you strike the surface of it. Roll an acrobatics or athletics check. Uh, Plus four. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. So you just, boom, hit the rock and start to spin off a little bit. You're off kilter, and you almost come over the lip, and you know... One slight step, and you will just float off into space. With the rope attached, obviously. Right. But just loosely hanging, and you hit there, and you're just off kilter. You take a moment to reorient yourself. Yeah. And you're there, holding on. Same thing. There's, it's a, in a regular surface. You can kind of maneuver your All way right. around. I, I pull myself along to get to the edge to see what's on the other side. You pull yourself along and kind of look over, and you see... A cave entrance uh-huh. leading into the rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I love this so much. <laughs> it came from yeah. the rock. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> looks down and says, There is a cave entrance up here. Where's it? Oh. Darkness. I can't see much. I'll hold the rope. Anyone want to go up? Yeah, I'll, I'll go up. Doctor, can you brace yourself so yeah, the captain I'll can try. take the rope? No sudden movements, okay. And right. he grips with his little rat claws into the into the into the rock, yeah. and, <laughs> and they can just kind of climb the rope, like it's. The and you can just climb the rope, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Max is going to attempt to climb the rope. Get Cli- up to- climb is the wrong word, but you or, know, uh, you know pull, pull along, the pull, along, pull the along the rope. Okay, that's automatic as long as you automatic have success. Yeah. Uh, so Mac goes up, joins Friss. Who's next? Kumquat, would you like to go? I don't think it's very safe. Kumquat, you were holding an experimental pistol that could explode and turn into a hand grenade at any moment, and I read your mind earlier, you wanted to fix the fusion core with bubble gum and masking tape. I fixed more with less. <laughs> well, he says in his mind. <laughs> why don't you fix this rope and shimmy along it to the other oh, side. Oh, you want me to fix the rope? Yes, no. all right, I no. adjust it. No, no, no. He starts, like, clawing at the rope and it's Untying fraying. Untying it bit. from Kreska? <laughs> no. No! I fix I make it faster. Kreska gives him a little boost. Ah! <laughs> so he starts floating a little bit faster due to Kreska's push and boom, bumps his head uh, on the rock. And they shun uh, at, fails his acrobatics. They shun as <laughs> Keeper will uh, follow along. Okay. And see about the... Uh, uh, Fails, but I guess no it's not a at this point. Yeah, you, maybe some of you are off kilter, some of you aren't, but you get to readjust yourself. Dax is going to get up there, and then he's going to give the tug and pull the rope up with Kreska on the other end. Kreska just, just will, just, will just hold the rope. <laughs> Very sadly, <laughs> her, her eyes are kind of like half closed. Uh, <laughs> splat, splat, splat. I know. I, I, like, just think, like 
when you have the stomach flu and you don't want to go to work. Like, imagine you have to go out in space. <laughs> you're in a space suit. You're getting pulled along into a cave of unknown origin. It's like, I feel terrible. Uh, so miserable. Oh, it's like I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> so Dax will pull Kreska up and then uh, guide her onto the rock. She'll probably be a little off kilter, but yeah. help her get there, and get her there. Get I've settled. got worse problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're all on this rock, but we're not tied to anything. So one push, and you're gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is an opening. It's complete darkness. Uh, those of you with dark vision obviously can see your requisite 60 feet. Yep. Um, there is a ceiling to it. Even again, you know, obviously we're still not using cardinal directions, but imagine there is a ceiling. You can write, if you can get in there and write yourself, you won't fly off into space. Yeah, that's what that's Chris great. really wants to get in, even though it's a very scary oh. place. He definitely wants to get in there because he's more afraid of floating off. Into yeah. The, the opening oblivion. is maybe six feet wide. Oh, oh my God. No. Troy. Single file, bro. Uh, Just widen it a little bit. <laughs> All right. May, uh, may six and a half feet wide. <laughs> <laughs> Mayshun, can we get some dancing lights? Sure. Absolutely, Captain. It would be my pleasure to serve you. And cast dancing lights. I Ooh. believe that is sarcasm. Oh, yeah, I believe so too, Dax. Who'll be leading the way? Captain, I would volunteer to go. I have dark vision. Okay, perfect. So Dax up front. Who will be coming next? I'm happy to go. I've uh, worked well with this distribution unit in the past, during battle. <laughs> I prefer Dax. I apologize, Dax. Thank you. <laughs> so Dax, Meishan, then Kumquat... I love that you said that, though. That's great. Because that's what he, that's what he is. Well a distribution his, unit. I've worked well with his unit before. Well, I think, I think sometimes, like... <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. It took me a second. Meishan hasn't been really off of, like, Castrovel and from her own past in the past. So it's like, it's like the first time she's, like, seeing, like, an android like this. So she's, like, just calling you what you are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He is going to... Uh, now, he has to stow the artillery laser, right, and guide himself with his hands along the little crevices of the rock. Yeah. Okay. For so sure. So th that's what he'll do. He'll, he's crawling along, guiding his way. Just for uh, my own edification here, who comes after Kumquat? Or who plans on coming after Kumquat? I'll, I'll go. The captain. The captain. And I'll... I'll um can I have Mation's dancing lights? Do you have dark vision, Mation? I mean, she wants to cast dancing lights. She's got to roll a fortitude check. Oh. No, she did. No, no, no. no uh, I Mason have to. Oh, Mason, I'm sorry. Mason is a Lashunta I'm sorry. played by Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep you guys Grant, apart. Grant is the tall one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we seated them at the same table. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a great contrast. It's like uh, peanut butter and chocolate together at the same table. It was uh, actually funny. Was at Gen Con, we were walking down the hallway, uh, Grant and I, and someone saw Grant, like a, a fan, and said, like, Matthew? And I was like, what? Like, you literally couldn't have chosen two more physically dissimilar members of the podcast to mistake for each other. Matthew? And I said, yes, um, here, would you read my play? I need a title. Do you read my script? He's always handing plays to listeners. Uh, <laughs> I need some feedback. No, so so out of character, though, like, the, the dancing lights is going to give off, like, 30 feet worth of vision. So you can probably see up to where Dax is. I mean, well, you can center it around yourself, but it won't go much further than our group. All right. So I think we actually might center them around Dax, and Dax can see even further than the lights will provide, which is 30 feet, because dark vision is 60 feet. Okay, awesome. Let's do that. So just out of character, I'm going to say, I will surround 
Dax with the dancing lights. And I'll pretend that I never said anything else. <laughs> so four <laughs> little lights. Just think about what you've done. Pop up there. Just beautiful little orbs just dancing. Doing the lambada. Uh, all right, so I got Dax. I got Meishan. I got Kumquat. I have Captain McCullen Mac Donovan. Uh, then Friss, then Kreska? Yeah. Uh, Friss shortens up the slack between the, the two of them, so there's like about 10 feet of rope. It's like having a Vesk pet. Yeah. <laughs> Friss followed by I resent that. dead weight. <laughs> yep. She can climb. She can take a move action. Hey, we're, we're all friends here. <laughs> Is that her family name, dead weight? Was that what you sent to Dr. Friss? Yeah, it's not. Rude. <laughs> no, we know. That's rude. There is no atmosphere. There's I'll no... <laughs> in this room. The food's okay, though. <laughs> there's no atmosphere. There's no gravity. And it's completely dark. Except for these dancing lights, which provide you with some illumination into this strange cave leading into the asteroid itself. Is there any trace of someone having passed this way before us? Dax, roll a perception check. Can I do survival? You're still in the back. I'm going to have Dax kind of lead the charge until more of you are in. Five. So Friss, Friss I mean, like, it's one thing to have a plus zero, (laughs) but, like, every time I'm relied on for a perception check, it's single digits. Yeah, I mean... Digis? Really, Joe? That's what the kids say, Matthew. Literally, it's the same amount of syllables. You just say digits. (laughs) But it's more fun. It sparks conversation. See? He used to type it into his AOL chat rooms all the time. (laughs) Loser. You old man. Hey, guys. I'm rocking... I turned turned 11. I'm rocking the double digis over here. I turned 10. (laughs) Um, Obviously, like I said, there are... So just because you don't have a character to play, you're just going to be mean all episode? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bottle cap. <laughs> now, here's the Just thing. Just about AOL. <laughs> to, to move along this wall, you know, you can either propel yourself forward or you can, you know, do these DC-20 acrobatics, athletics checks. For the sake of what we're doing right here, as long as you're out of combat, you just move along. Now, if the if this opens up into space, then you got to start rolling these checks. But I imagine that you're... I'm going to happily move along at half speed anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's no need, uh, need to rush. I'm like, if you fail, you just bump your head on the ceiling, which, by the way, in this corridor is 15 feet high. You oh. fail, and then you reorient yourself. Unless you're in danger right now, or if you're open to space, don't worry about rolling those checks. Or we'll lose subscribers and all those boring <laughs> checks. Um, so, Dax, you see up ahead... The dancing lights provide you with more illumination, obviously, but it's not really going to help you at the moment because you see maybe 20 feet or so ahead of you. Corridor splits off to the left, and then 15 feet beyond that, it turns to the right. So you basically have two ways you can go. First passageway is to the left. A little farther on, it looks like it's turning towards the right, and that right turn is the farthest that you see 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 that's 35 feet ahead of you okay uh, Dax is going to move up uh, to the intersection and look down the left side uh, now I'm assuming I can have my weapon out at this point or I cannot yeah you can have one hand on the wall and one hand on your weapon okay and you know we talked about uh, you know moving in zero G uh, the way 
ranged attacks work in zero G is basically you get ten times the range increment of the weapon. I believe uh, that's just for thrown weapons. Ranged weapons can go on forever, but you suffer the penalties. You suffer the penalties each for each one. Yeah. So don't worry too much about your range. Just worry about your penalties. Uh, okay. So it's so, just taking a peek down. I mean, obviously you can't see far in. Does he see anything at all? A gentleman's peek. <laughs> you see. Uh, it starts maybe about 15 feet or so in. It starts to turn and then turn again. So you okay. can't see beyond that turn. Yeah. Um, he's going to continue forward. Hmm. Passes that intersection. I'm assuming everyone is falling behind. Yes. Yep. Um, and continues to the other turn. Can Kreska roll survival now that she's in the tunnel? Yes. By now, all of you are in the tunnel with Dax choosing to go forward. 15. 14 for Dax. Natural 20. Ooh, Ooh. Captain. Ooh. Oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> Hauptmann. That's Captain in Hauptmann. German. Hauptmann, yeah. Mac, you do see tracks. Yes. Oh. <laughs> there are... I'm afraid, of what, I'm afraid of what kind. Numerous tracks going... In all directions. In all directions. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So despite your natural 20, you know nothing. There are numerous <laughs> tracks, both humanoid and other, Ooh. going towards that first passageway that Dax passed by. Ooh. The one that Dax is now standing at, you're pretty much, you can see past the intersection, looks like one fresh set of tracks, relatively fresh set of tracks. And then... Humanoid? Humanoid. And then other stuff that doesn't look like it's as fresh. Hmm. Was the other stuff like like unknown, unknown species tracks? Some humanoid, some other, but one set of fresh tracks. Okay. So, do you want to hold me up here? Yes. And you don't have to shout or anything. You, you yeah. know, we're all in these communicators, so we just yeah. be like, Dax, hold. Dax, hold. <laughs> I right. see tracks. No hold. You could shout. Yeah. Like, Dax, Dax. <laughs> Your yeah. mic is hot. Yeah, everyone's like super tense and it's like, Dax. Yeah. <laughs> he fires his weapon. <laughs> you kill. <laughs> it was echoing through the cave. Yeah. It blows off Kumquat's head. <laughs> no, she's going to whisper. Uh, <laughs> Captain, in the spirit of cooperation, would you be willing to show me the tracks you just found? Jesus, that attitude. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's great. I hope she says that, too. Oh, yeah. No, I <laughs> so definitely awesome. did. Um, Stow the toad, Missy. Yeah. Um, no, Michonne, come here over. Come over here and take a look. Okay, so. Jesus. <laughs> Things are really gone sour. It's gotten antagonistic around here. <laughs> Woman incapable of taking any criticism. Um, okay, the character, not... not I'm Jesus, Grant. <laughs> Goddamn sexist. Um, okay. You are so fired. <laughs> oh, my God, Grant. Uh, so. It's your third warning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The first two were off air, you guys. <laughs> Captain, um, I'd just like to analyze these. And she pulls out her, her uh, computer and kind of crawfreth cross-references her various books on life science, mysticism, and engineering to kind of know, like, which skill check that that uh, footprint would match up with. Yeah, roll roll life science. Uh, 20. It's mainly boots. Right. Then there's some, like, 
dragging marks that looks like something that may have been uh, flying and then dragging part of itself. That's the best thing that you can kind of wrap your head around. There seems to be a lot going on. But it doesn't ring a bell. And I explain this to Captain and I say, Captain, you were speaking earlier about whether or not you had fear of death. Well, I think those fears will be put to a new test for all of us within the Drift Rock. Hmm. I agree. Sorry, it was called dramatic cue. And <laughs> <laughs> well timed. Grant's well like very dramatic. Yeah. All right, what is the next thing that you say in terms of moving forward or going back, left or right? Because Dax has stopped right now. Yeah, let's let's follow these tracks. Everyone, the uh, back and to the left. Yeah, back. Oh, but there were tracks to the left. No, no, there were tracks going this way. Oh, there was one tracks. set of fresh tracks. So, oh crap. Um, all right. There's one with a lot of tracks to the left, and then one set of fresh tracks going forward. Yeah, so that person is probably still alive. So let's find that person because I'm I'm worried that the other tracks are actually someone dragging someone who's dead, and then lifting them. When anyway, that's my theory. But anyway, let's follow the fresh tracks for now. Everyone, be ready though. Take out your guns if you can. Maybe they're tracks from the future when we have to drag Kreska out of the rock because <laughs> she's. Dead. Can I do Can I do a quick physical science to see if I recognize the um, the stone or like whatever this meter? Totally. Yeah, I want to do that too. Um, twenty three. 12. 23. Yeah, good good call, Mac. You're, you're, you're looking in here, and, you know, obviously you don't quite know what this drift rock is. No one does. That's why it's the talk of the town. But you, unlike the people back on Absalom Station, are now having a first-hand look at what's going on, and have found a cave that leads inside. Whatever this cavern is, this tunnel and whatnot, it, this is not a natural formation. This was excavated directly into the asteroid itself. When? You don't know. By what? You also don't know. There's no claw marks or anything like that? No. And it's also not smooth enough to just be a tool? No. Everything is oddly unremarkable. I think that there is something inside this thing. The tracks. Somebody gave that away, Friss. No, but there's some there's something deep inside that someone was digging into it to get to it. That is what I think. <sighs> Remember that the captain said that it came from the asteroid. Be on your guard. Yes. Let's um, move forward. Let's move forward. Is never at arms. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, uh, Dax is going to continue around this little curve. Artillery, laser. Uh, pointed in front of him walking cautiously half speed waiting to see what's in front of him each moment more tense than the moment before as Troy tries Troy is to draw his map, map. <laughs> and then stops to read something in the middle <laughs> damn it LaValle <laughs> you had it going for a little while there <laughs> almost made it <laughs> almost made it Stop! You really did scare me. (laughs) I remember something. No, I did not. I just remembered. I just remember. I need to pee again. (laughs) 
I just remembered. When I yell, it scares you. <laughs> As you walk forward, you see large chunks of rubble scattered on the floor before you, which opens up into a small cavern. The only thing you see in this room, other than that, is a large boulder to, again, Cardinal Directions, the west. Okay. Uh, Dax will move. Uh, he's going to do a perception check for anything, uh, anyone or anything in the room that he can see. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Uh, 17 this time. 17? All you see is that boulder. Looks clear. What about the tracks? He knew they were in here. Can he see them? Uh, yeah, the tracks. You they do continue. see the tracks. They continue into the room. Right. And remember, this is total darkness were it not for your dark vision and these dancing lights. So imagine if you didn't have those. <laughs> like, just pitch black and you're just moving along the wall so where the cavern opens up unless you want to push yourself into the room you've got to decide do you want to start using the handholds to the north or do you want to continue going south along the i'm going to say dax has his left hand on the wall and his the weapon sort of slung on his right hand and he's just going to move along the left wall Hmm. move slowly the left wall mason what do you do up Dex looks up. A horde of bats. <laughs> <laughs> Space bats. Space bats. They all have little uh, glass bowls right on, on their, their heads. heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to bite you through the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Who put this in this adventure? <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. <laughs> we'll be fine, um, guys. It's just round a little three. Uh, once again, the bat swarm does no damage. Uh, <laughs> Dax, it's your turn. <laughs> Um, is there a ceiling? That's what I was trying to do. Uh, yeah, there is a ceiling. Okay. And the ceiling here, it opens up where it's only 15 feet high in the corridor, in the tunnel. Uh, it opens up to about 30 feet high in this room. Dax can see that. Um, Meishan, you're right behind. Uh, do you follow along? What do you do? Meishan moves into the entrance, pulls out her semi-auto pistol, tactical, that she picked up in a battle at the Fusion Queen. And will move her dancing lights in conjunction with her eyes across the entire surface of the room. Kind of just have them glide all around. And as she's doing that, she's going to make a perception check. And does not get a whole lot more than Dax with an eight. Uh, So you move right up to Dax before you do that? Or you give yourself some space? I'll move right up to I just to need him. to know because I'll move I've got right a map. Up to him. Asking for a friend. Just like asking for a buddy does. of mine that likes the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you just send the lights like uh, I think of in um, what was that new uh, new Ghostbusters? No. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. No, Star no, Wars? No. Uh, Star Trek. Casablanca. My dinner with Andre. No, it was my dinner with Andre. When they're on the asteroid and my dinner with Andre. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. And he's... <laughs> yeah. Wally Shawn was like talking about... Wally Shawn is talking about... Uh, <laughs> That's zero G. Yeah. Right, they have that whole discussion about That's zero, zero G. G. You don't, don't have any gravity. <laughs> no, it's the Aliens movie with um, the, not the newest maybe Sigourney it's the newest Weaver. one no no the one Cloverfield the, no. like, the Prometheus Cloverfield Paradise. thank you Prometheus. Prometheus and they send those lights to scan the cabin. oh yeah. yeah that's what I imagine the dancing okay. lights do yeah cool. that only took All 25 right. minutes <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the My Dinner oh. with Andre <laughs> And <laughs> my dinner with Andre. <laughs> you know, where they're on the asteroid <laughs> talking about zero G. 
But yeah, you send those dancing lights on and they just kind of like scan the room. But, you know, it's only a couple of lights and you rolled an eight. So you don't see anything. So I'm just going to leave those lights in their orbit for anyone else who comes in the room so okay. that they can like see. Like right at the entrance there? They're just still orbiting all around the room. Just oh, they're just floating yeah, yeah, for anyone else that comes in. Fair enough. I mean, the, the room is small enough. The cavern is small enough that they're providing illumination in the whole room, I would say. Yeah. Because uh, it gives you what? 30 feet? Yeah. Radius, yeah. yeah. Radius, yeah. So that. So Dax is going to continue around the left side well, of me, this room. Sorry. Kumquat um, comes ambling up as well. Maybe I can see what is going on in there. And he uh, kind of walks in front of Meishan, and he's just looking at all the different lights and uh, doesn't do anything. He's obviously deferring to Meishan, but he's standing in front of you. Um, Mac, what do you do? Yeah, I, I go behind Meishan, but I keep on the—I'm on the right side of— I'm on the same side as Meishan and, and Dex. Right, so now, because of the way the room turns there, by the time you get up, that now blocks the doorway. Roll a perception check. Mac. Macaroni. 17. 17. You're watching these lights kind of fly about the room. And remember, this is all happening in similar time. Kumquat comes ambling up. You come immediately behind to get into the room as Dax and Meishan are moving their way along the wall. And as the lights fly across the back of the room, you see three shadows. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And we'll see you next week. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck you, droid. Fuck you. Yes, Fuck you. Oh, man. Oh, no. God. Sitting ducks in here. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 